Cause you tune into the, the podcast with friend and flow. Did I shut it? Nah. Welcome nah, back to the so. Did I Shut It podcast. I'm Flo. And I'm Friend. And we're back with another dope podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Yo, Ooh. we getting better at that. Yeah. Getting way better, man. Gotta get that deep Episode voice. seven, man. The benchmark. The benchmark, bro. They said we, said we couldn't do it, bro. Who said? Actually, nobody said <laughs> Nobody said that. I anyway. read on a blog post, bro, that, like, I think we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, but it's like, like, hitting episode seven is like, that's like, that means you're about it, you know? Really? You're about it, bro. Because most mm-hmm. podcasts don't make it past episode seven. Really? You know, and then most podcasts aren't consistent for at least, you know, seven weeks. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is, right? Seven Ooh. weeks, bro. That's my lucky number two. Ooh. Oh, that's going to be a good podcast then. Yeah. Dang, bro. Lucky number seven. You already know the vibe. Know the vibe. So well, how should we get started, man? Yeah, man. Let's let's talk about our week. Uh, okay. We'll go with your week first. How, our week first? Yeah, how's your week? Um, It's cool, man. You already know. Um, I went to the gym, actually. Um, went to the gym? Yeah, went to the gym. Um, you know, staying fit, you know what I mean? Not really trying to build muscle or anything like that, but, you know, just staying fit, trying to, you know, not gain some little COVID weight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think everyone kind of gained that, but. Yeah, a little, little Flores, hefty, <laughs> hefty, hefty. I kind of stayed the same, man. You look the same. Like, it doesn't <laughs> look like COVID affected you too much, bro, but. Yeah. COVID Just made me know, crazy. COVID made me a little thick, bro. <laughs> COVID made me have that. It's thick, bro. It's slim, thick. Thick, bro. <laughs> I walk down the streets with that thicky, bro. <laughs> hey, but I'm hurting, man. I'm hurting because you know I did legs. Yeah. Lay day on a Monday, not the best idea. Cause on Tuesday, I was feeling it, man. I'm feeling it now. So. Yeah, I mean, you said it's been a while since you worked out. You know, she said since the beginning of COVID. Right? At the in the gym. At the end of gym. Yeah, yeah been a, a while. But still, you know, like the, the weights and stuff is a little different. It's a yeah. little different. Well, once you get off of it, you know, you got to, like, kind of get back. It's really just, like, you know, just, like, doing push-ups and everything. You just kind of yeah. got to get back into it. I got to get back into it, too, bro, if I want to, like, really be in this for real. Because, like, mm-hmm. like, I think we were talking about it earlier, you know. Um, like, being, like, somebody that holds the camera, you know. Say you have, like, gimbals and all that kind of stuff. You got to make sure you're strong, bro. You're mm-hmm. able to lift everything up. You're able to, like, have yeah. a lot of endurance, you know, not get exhausted on set after an hour of holding the camera, you know. Mm-hmm. So I got to start, you know, getting back into the gym again, getting back into it. Uh, But, yeah. That's facts, man, because, you know, like, I know we carry a lot of gear. Mm-hmm. And I remember carrying a big, a big ENG camera, you know what I mean? And you're running, running across, like, a little field or whatever you know what i'm saying just Ooh. trying to capture that action you know what i'm saying trying yeah. to capture that action and everything it's a lot it's it's heavy man it's heavy eng electronic news gathering camera yeah if y'all know so, what that is what is a big camera that like cnn has all the news station have mm-hmm. that that boy is hefty bro hefty man i remember we i did some training uh with uh one of the units i'm not gonna really say what it what it is well which one it is but i did some training with them and we used ENG cameras and we, we had like training for on it for like a, a couple weeks, just like training up on it, trying to learn it, holding it, like transporting it, this kind of stuff. That boy is heavy, bro. Heavy. It's heavy, bro. man. And then the setup too, like say you gotta do it with a tripod and all the whole little setup, bro. It's like it's like holding a toddler. <sighs> Maybe a little bit more, bro. 
I don't know. Some toddlers are kind of big for real. Oh, shit. <laughs> some toddlers Probably are me, bro. Big, I think yeah. I was like a 16-pounder, bro. Really? <laughs> Just like, Ooh. boom. Damn. I had that. Yeah, bro. I was I was a big Crazy, boy. I was a chunky. I was, I was a little chunky. But, yeah, um, definitely staying fit, you know, and things like that. That's that's facts. You know, you got to do that, especially carrying all that gear and stuff. But yeah. Uh, how about your week, man? How's your week? My week's been pretty good, bro. Um, Yeah, it's just, you know. I'm coming towards the end, bro. I have like a month left in the army. Ooh, countdown begins. You already know, countdown, countdown. But um, yeah, I'm just like looking forward to like getting out, you know, doing mm-hmm. my own thing. We talked about some stuff on the side, you know. Yeah. Uh, about like the future and that kind of stuff, and you know, looking forward to that. Um, I was scrolling through Facebook, and yeah. I saw some uh, some some uh, friendly reviews. From some of my friends on Facebook uh, for for the Mortal Kombat movie. Ooh. Some people were like, "Oh man, this shit sucks," you know. Like the you know everything was pretty much blah. I even hear people at work saying like, "Oh yeah, the first scene was the best," and then the rest of it was like blah. I haven't seen it yet. Mm. Honestly, I haven't seen it yet, and I don't feel like you know it's really been like uh, spoiled. Mm-hmm. So I'm still gonna go see it in the movie theater. But the whole thing is like, um, you know, I feel like. When it comes to like reviews and stuff on movies, sometimes it really depends on like who I take my reviews from. Because one of my friends was like, "Yeah, if you mm. don't if you don't uh, like the Mortal Kombat movie, the new Mortal Kombat movie, then you're not a true Mortal Kombat fan. Like that movie was amazing. Mm. And some people just don't fuck with it at all. Like some people are like, "Nah, this movie's like complete trash." So it's like mixed reviews. Mixed reviews, bro. And then I looked on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the 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 critics, the film critics, yeah. people that get paid for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they said it was like trash. You know, it's rotten. It's like fifty-two percent or something like that. Yeah. And but the but the audience says it's eighty-six percent. So that means it's like it's mm. it's it's, all, it's like all right movie to go watch. Yeah. So honestly, I only be watch. I'm only be listening to the audience reviews, bro. Yeah. Because these critics, bro, they, you know, they're paid for, bro. They're paid for by these like companies and stuff. And I just really don't. I don't even know why there's film critics anymore, bro. To be honest, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a Are reason they why. Do you think they're needed? Tough one, huh? I think that it's it's something like that got kind of ground grandfathered in from like the newspaper and stuff. Cause like the film critics, that's where you would know, you know, as like a family, if you should go watch the movie or not. Cause they didn't really have mm. Rotten Tomatoes, so they would have like film critics. I don't really know the the full history on it, but I'm pretty sure that has like something to do with it. But I think like nowadays, bro, like mm-hmm. it's like, do you really need them? You got Rotten Tomatoes now. People can give their their opinions on it like in yeah. mass. Like there's like. 2,000 opinions from people for the mm. Rotten Tomatoes, but then mm. from the critics, it's like 20 people. Really? You know, that, that are supposed to understand film and all this stuff and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And, you know, you read their little descriptions on it, it's like, oh, yeah, like the story, the arc was like all this and that, and blah, 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 blah. Like, I want to know, is it going to be a good movie to watch? I don't want to yeah. know about all the technicalities of it, even though I really appreciate that kind of stuff. Yeah. I just want to know if it's a good movie to watch. I feel like some of these critics... Like, they're too political with it, bro. Mm. They don't really, like, get into, like, is it a good movie overall? Yeah. Just, like, remove how you remove your personal feelings on certain things, you know? Stop trying to write an essay on this. You know, stop trying to, like, win awards and stuff. Just let me me know. Sure, Mm. I go watch this. But I feel like I really trust, like, the audience reviews and stuff like that and some of my friends and stuff. So... It's, it's kind of like we talked about, like, you know, the audience is the viewers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're kind of, like, the more important Yeah. People. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, that mm-hmm. is true. Because uh, you got your professional critique, and then you got your viewer critique. 
your critique is going to be more uh more like mass like it's going to have like more mass because that's how mo most people will view your your stuff mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i, I just kind of like looking through that this week you know looking at the new mortal kombat some of the reviews for it and uh have you have you picked a date when you're gonna go watch it i don't know my girl said she don't want to watch it <laughs> so i'm gonna have to watch it with my boys okay you might take you know you want to you want to go watch it sometime you go to movies, go watch it, bro. As long as you're okay with going on, you know. You go this weekend. That'd be dope. Yeah, I love to go. You bro. Say you free this weekend. Yeah, I'm free this weekend. Yeah, and it oh, should be. We ain't really never free for real, but we always working. Make some time. <laughs> I feel like we're always working. Bro. Make some time for real. Yeah, but yeah, let's get into our topics, bro. First topic is about music video directors, and um, specifically directors that are like newer you know to to making music videos you know maybe they got a new camera mm -hmm. you know maybe like a gh5 or like some sort of like camera that you know like that they're trying to get their feet wet you know yeah and uh but they do they got like a good connection to like some good rappers and stuff but um in order to do that they really undercutted their price what do you think about that undercutting the competition pretty much yeah like 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 whenever like a, a, a new videographer like comes in like for like music videos and they like basically say like hey you know that guy will pay you two thousand dollars but i'll uh, i mean that guy will offer you you know two thousand dollars for his work but i'll offer you like 180 what you man, think about that i'm not gonna lie i'm guilty of that too I, I i started doing that when i came in too and for me it was a little more different though for me because i knew it was already going on Mm -hmm. You know, and there was like, you know, I was trying to get some work and then the rates that I was really giving people, they didn't want to take it because it's like, yo, that's kind of expensive. You know what I mean? But then you have these people charging like $400, you know what I'm saying? Four to $600, you know, for shoot, $300, even sometimes $100. I've seen $100 a lot, bro. I've seen it a lot, you know, in undercutting. And I say undercutting because, you know, for the type of stuff, the work they're doing, mm -hmm. That's like a fifteen hundred dollars shoot. These are people who are pretty they're pretty good, good yeah, pretty good they're amateurs. Pretty good. You know, like yeah. who first come in. You know what I'm saying? Really Decent. know what they're doing. Yeah, so they're like undercutting everything, which makes it hard for the people like us who have that work. Yeah, to kind of like do that. Yeah, because we, we're trying to make a living off of it. They're just trying to do it as a little side hustle. Exactly. So thing. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little guilty of it, my man. Yeah. So you know, I um, feel like we all are in the beginning. You know, we're trying to like get our you know foot mm -hmm. foot in but we don't really understand the market and what we're doing to yeah the music video market and and that's that's the thing that kind of i wouldn't really well it helped me though because when i did that right i undercut everyone mm -hmm. everyone you know they're doing like 500 videos 400 videos i undercut everyone you know i was charging like whatever you know what i'm saying like yo i'll work something out with you you know what yeah I mean? they'll help me out da -da -da -da, right build a relationship with them right shoot a few videos right three months later hey yo price is going up they don't want to work with no one else because they know like the quality is good uh -huh. timing is good every like it's pretty much on point so where do you think they're gonna go they're gonna stay yeah they're gonna pay more money yeah and so kind of like not i don't know how to maybe i'm a little like salty for doing that but in the end, like, you know, I had to make my way inside because there was no work. You know what I mean? That's how it is, bro. And it's tough, man. Um, what I think about it, I think it's it's a terrible thing. You know, <laughs> like I it's said. A, it's inflating the market. I don't know if inflating is the right word, but it's definitely, like, ruining the market for, like, music videos. Because um, 
I was listening to this music video director. It was he was on like a, a show, like a podcast. No, it was on like a YouTube video show. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and he was talking about like going through the music video world. Uh, he did like all the Britney Spears early Britney Spears videos, you know, mm-hmm. like Toxic and all that kind of stuff. And he oh, he shit. did all those music videos. Yeah, quality of those music videos were like a lot higher than the music videos nowadays. Mm-hmm. And he said for those, he's getting paid like you know in the thousands, you know, just for his cut. Mm-hmm. Then the production was like a few thousand. Mm-hmm. Then like everything else. But then he started seeing, you know, as like digital cameras started becoming more, you know, better quality lower price more people started to want to like dip their feet in it because now they have the mm-hmm. they can start doing it but yeah. then in order to get work they start undercutting so then he realized the market drastically went down in america mm-hmm. and i feel like part of it is because a lot of people you know they don't really want to release their information about like the, their music uh like their music video um like history like how they got to where they're at as a mm-hmm. music video director yeah. And uh, the part, the price that you should charge as a music video director, and the mm-hmm. harm of like uh, charging so low, like a lot of people don't want to release that without you having to pay something out of pocket. And you know what? That's that's funny, man. Because I was on Clubhouse one time, and we was actually talking about you know something similar to this, you know. And I know even I know even before you know we kind of touched on some prices, but we didn't really. You know, this is kind of like going more deeper in it because people are asking yeah. questions. Um, you know, I was on Clubhouse, and you know. We were talking on there about, you know, about some stuff and um, that came up, you know, about the pricing and everything. And I mentioned how there's these top videographers, these film directors who don't educate the people below them or mm-hmm. the people coming up on the right way to do things. And because of that, no one, no one wants to pay, you know, no one, no one. So a lot of people don't even have the money to pay. They already like put all this money into this gear, uh-huh. into the you know the, the programs and everything that they need. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And then pay like two thousand dollars to go listen to your little class or something, or like a few hundred dollars or something. It's kind of like yo, like I could just YouTube how to do all this work and then figure it out myself, right? Uh-huh. And because of that, right? Like I, like I said. Someone said that it should be like all the videographers should create like a union. Is that what it is? Where everyone yeah, kind of gets together. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like unionized. But then something with that is like for unions, you have to pay into them. Mm. So not you have to pay to be in the union. Yeah. And then the union controls, you know, the market and like mm-hmm. this and that, which is good. You know, that's why actors have a union. That's why directors yeah. have a union. Mm-hmm. You know, all these people. But then again, like then you lose the free market market. Part of facts. It. You know, can you do yeah. it on your own? Can you start have like a, a professional shoot without a union? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have to be in the union? Does everybody yeah. have to be in the union? Do your actors have to be in your union now too? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of like all this stuff, bro. It kind of ruins the free market a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, you know, people have been talking about unionizing and stuff, but it's honestly it's hard to control. That is because people will be wanting me. Honestly, people want to make music videos, you know, on their own, bro when about like with their friends and that type of stuff and i almost think it's better to make a free music video than it is to have a music video that's like a low price because if you do it for free for your friend you're doing them a favor mm-hmm. but if you're charging them a low price and you're saying hey this is the standard for for the industry this you're saying that's an industry standard mm-hmm. and, and i see what you're saying because when i was over here undercutting people right or undercutting the prices, right? I, I was charging like low balling and everything just to get my foot in because it was difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Once I once I did that, and then 
later on when prices are rising, you know what I'm saying, which I don't charge. I'm going to be like you. I don't charge $600 for a shoot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just for me to show up. Yeah. I'm joking. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little homage back to our yeah. little pod, yeah. But um but yeah, man, like, you know, once the prices went up, yeah. People were reaching out to me, you know what I mean, talking like, "Hey, now I want to do this video for my business. I want like a small little commercial and everything like this." You know, and pretty, you know, small business but making good money, and they're like, "I'm like, what's your budget?" Like 150, 200 dollars. Yo, that's not gonna work. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, but I can point you to somebody who can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you come with me, you know, then I can provide this, 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 and this, and I'll guarantee you you'll get your product. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's all I gotta say about that for real. But yeah, man, it's, it's almost better just to do it for free because exactly. when you do it for free, then they realize, you know, like this isn't what this isn't what the market is. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's doing you a favor. Exactly. You know, this is what you should expect from from videographers. This mm-hmm. is a favor being done to for a friend. Yeah. You know, and that's why I, I don't charge load like that for like music videos unless I'm doing like a favor, and then I don't even charge them for that. I'm just like, yo, just like, you know, pay for my food, whatever. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Just like take care of me. Yeah. You know what I'm because because like, I'm doing you a favor, and I expect something in return, like in the future, whenever you pop in, mm-hmm. you know, hey, you know. Cashing yeah. that favor, bro. Exactly. <laughs> but it's kind of yeah. it's kind of like that. But I mean, honestly, um, you look at like the quality of music videos in America. Honestly, it's just not there, bro. A lot of music videos you see on YouTube, like in the trending, um, they're trash, bro. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. A lot of them were shot like on a DSLR in the back of a or like in front of their house or something like that mm-hmm. with some cars and some friends and stuff. Yeah. And they're just not good, bro. There's no. You know, it's hard to watch. Uh, music, You're honestly just there for the music at that point. Music videos back in the day were films. Yeah, they were films. They were movies, man. Yeah. You know I mean? It's on like 50 Cent, 21 Questions. Yeah. That's a movie. It's a movie. You know I mean? Yeah. A lot of movies. Michael, ja- Michael Jackson's like Thriller and like exactly. all, pretty much like all his music videos were all movies, bro. Shot on film, you know, by professionals. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like whenever people had more availability to be able to like have cameras that shoot professionally that can shoot at 24 frames, you know, you could just carry in your bag. Yeah. That's when things started to get worse because, you know, there was no system in place. Mm. And, um, and that's why in Korea... Honestly, I think they have unions or something, mm-hmm. but like they spend like millions of dollars on their music videos, you know, through like the through entertainment uh, like agencies and stuff. They'll pay the the production companies to make these videos and the music videos in Korea. I'm not sure if you've seen any. Um, have you seen any Korean music videos? I have seen some. They're yeah. they're they're crazy, bro. Location, special effects, dancing, choreography, lights, the set design, bro. It's just like amazing, and they know that. The money that they put into that music video is less than a fraction of the money they're gonna make back, mm-hmm. and that's something that we're missing in the U.S. Because you know, a lot of people undercut. A lot of people are like, "Hey, I'll do this for this much money," and a lot of music video artists uh, even post on their Instagram like that. This is an actual problem. This is a problem in the industry. You know mm-hmm. that needs to get fixed. And um, you know, if 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 it has to be a union, if you have to union unionize in order to shoot for like a entertainment um. You know, in order to shoot for like a, a music artist that's like a part of like a, what what would you call it like a like a franchise or something? What mm-hmm. what, what would it be? I don't know. If you're if you're like if, if you're like a music artist that's a part of like a, 
I guess like you know like Young Money and that type of stuff. Oh, like a record label. Or yeah, like a record like label. Yeah. Oh, then then okay. you then you your whoever is shooting your video should be unionized. You know that should be more professional because a lot of these like people that are a part of record labels are shooting are like having these people doing it for that low money, bro. Mm. Even five hundred dollars is so low, you know, like for everything, you know, like it's crazy. Like it's like no, bro. Like you're ruining the market. You're ruining what American music videos should be, mm -hmm. you know. And that's why we're not doing that 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 hot in the music video industry anymore. Like the music videos now, you see them on YouTube, it's just trash, bro. I can't even watch it, bro. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I'd rather just listen to the song on Spotify. Really though, it like, doesn't. It doesn't hype me up for it. You know, music videos hype you up for the song. They keep and they they adds another aspect to the song. It's like, oh, you know, it's not just the song. There's also this cool story and like these cool like dancing, like this mm -hmm. cool like culture behind it. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, you know, all this guy shot on his DSLR in the backyard or something. You know, everyone jumping around. Everyone's going like this to his camera. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, like was, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, yo, like, come on, man. Like, this is not. What what happened to the class, bro? What happened to the story? What happened to like all these elements that make good music videos, you know? And that's mm -hmm. what it is. It's pretty much like no every like the the elders of the music video world were selfish with their knowledge. Yeah. And now we got an inflated market with people that don't know how to price themselves and that, you know, produce like mediocre quality. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I mean until something you know, until there's some change, you know, maybe in, in culture or like in the industry, maybe we do have to do unions. Like things aren't gonna really, you know, progress. Yeah. Yeah, but that that's that's pretty much you know all I gotta say about that about the music industry and stuff like that. Like, you know, there got to be some change in this production quality. Definitely and, need some big changes, man. Yeah, the production, bro, has to get better, bro. It does. Yeah, and then, you know, like speaking of production, bro. Uh, I think our next topic is going to be pretty interesting to the viewers. Oof. Um, okay, there, okay. There, so there's this conspiracy theory um, online uh, about uh, the Wizard of Oz and like um, how like in the Wizard of Oz, there's a scene where they're like marching away down the yellow brick road, you know, and in the background, uh, <coughs> like one of the munchkins like hang themselves mm. and if you actually look in the film uh if you actually look you know there's like a it looks like somebody has like hang hung themselves no way now snow snopes and like times magazine and all that i've, I've read a, like a lot of like debunking stuff yeah but they're saying that like it, it uh it's more than likely not someone hanging themselves it's more than likely you know it's kind of like it should like it's probably not like you know very like un permanent words and it's making me think so basically it's making me think like yo they don't really know mm, nobody mm. really knows and why has it been something it's they said like every anniversary this is a theory that's been going on since the beginning of the film keyword most likely yeah like are they really not like certain that's why these fact checker these fact checkers bro for like these sites like Snopes and stuff bro Honestly, bro, they just like you. You you just said something that you you thought you like you think is you're, now you're just saying your opinion. You're not really fact checking. Anymore. Yeah, you're not saying oh the lead production assistant of you know whatever. I mean that's like a made up term. You know like the director of the of the film you know was there at the set and 
and they said that oh yeah like through a studio snapshot this is not not really a munch a munchkin hanging themselves you know there was no munchkins on site you know no actors that are on site that that hung themselves like they didn't even say that they didn't even like do the the research like going to the sources and asking them they're just like oh you know this seems improbable that that would happen so it must not be do you so, think do you think it's a cover-up Honestly, I don't know. You think it might be a cover-up because they don't want, like, a bad rep or something like that? Because, honestly, looking at the photo right now, it definitely looks like... Like somebody... Somebody is there, right, in the center. And And it's center... Like, in the center. Yeah, and then why would it be... Like, I didn't make it up. Why would it be, like, something that's, like, very, like, prevalent as a a conspiracy theory throughout, you know, the the whole entire, like, fan base of The Wizard of Oz? Like, why is that a theory that's, like, consistently, like, hasn't been disproven? You know? And... You know, it just comes down to like, you know, it, it might be real and it might be a cover up and they might, you know, it could be the family or something. They don't want, you know, uh, their people to know about that kind of stuff. Like they don't want like uh, the whole pu- public to know about, you know, whatever incident did occur. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, why, why would you like, why are you trying to hide it? You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. That's sketchy. That's super sketchy, man. Yeah. And like I said, it probably is a cover up. Like just me thinking about some stuff, they probably covering up something. Yeah, because they did say um, I, we were reading on it. Didn't or, they say it was they... like a bird or something? Well, like that? well, no. Like they said, like some of like the the monkeys or something, like the flying monkeys. Like one one of them ki- did kill themselves, uh, or like one of the, or one of them did die, like doing one of the stage things. Like a couple yeah. people died during that. That the whole they say the whole set was cursed. Yeah, because a, a, a few people died during during that mo- making of the movie because a lot yeah. of the stuff they're doing was some of like the peak like cutting edge of like uh special effects really so they were just literally they were trying shit out and that's why i think a couple people died but maybe they didn't want to say this this whoever died in in the background maybe that maybe that is a person and they they don't want to say that it's somebody who died in the background because they don't want to like make it even worse but yeah, I mean, there there have actually been people that have died on that set, and they do say it was like a, a curse set for some reason. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but um, yeah. My thing is though, how do they put that in the film? What did they like? Cause they haven't even said nothing about what it is exactly. They're just saying it's most likely this, is most likely that. You know what I mean? Did, like, I want to wonder. I wonder like if did they accidentally put that clip in there? Or did they put it in purpose, knowing what's there, and then they just not say nothing because it it's pretty clear. It looks pretty clear to I, me. It, like that's a shadow. Like it's a prominent shot in the movie, and I feel like if they said that it was a, um, it was actually a person, maybe that would ruin the um, the fact that the like it would ruin the shot. And it would make it, you know, not not usable. So they had to take it out the movie, or they would have to like there would be like stuff online, like oh look at this murder video on mm. on YouTube, and now it become something more public and like oh like you yeah. know don't like let's hide this from the whole internet. Maybe it's just too much now. It's too much out to to actually like there's too much like there's copies of it, VHS tapes, yeah. all that stuff. There's it's too much of it. Too it's, late. it's already too late, and they maybe they're because just trying it was to cover film, it wasn't it? Yeah, was it, was, it, it was on it was on film. And, and and ain't no going back on that for real. Once you yeah, but it's just yeah. like a thing that I just wanted the public to like you know be more aware of. You know, like there's some things like that. You know, uh, I forgot there's like a certain thing they call it, like uh, like a snuff. I think it's they call it a snuff film or something. What like is whenever that? somebody dies on on camera oh. on on a, on a movie mm-hmm. or something, they call it like a snuff a snuff film or something. Like somebody actually died during that. That's that, that, crazy. That's a video of them, and they actually used to actually. 
put those in films even mm-hmm. though it happened they would have it on a film still yeah you know because they didn't know like that's like not good to put in a film even though yeah. like, it's a good shot or whatever like it's not good to put in a film or you know i don't know the history behind that i gotta look more into it but yeah i guess they didn't want the wizard of oz to be a snuff film you know they don't mm-hmm. want to ruin the legacy but yeah. yeah that's crazy to me man definitely definitely got it i'm gonna do some more research into that and see like what's up with that mm-hmm. um maybe we could find somebody who knows the real answers that we can get them on the podcast. <laughs> they're probably, you know I mean? they're probably old or not, you know, or there's probably nobody left from that set, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably still on set. Mm. Mm-hmm. Could be true, bro. It's I wonder what weird. set that was, too. I wonder if it's, like, still, like, up. Yeah. It's probably haunted. Where was it filmed? Do you, do you know where it was filmed? Probably Hollywood, bro. Probably, Every, like, like everything California, bro. Hollywood, yeah, I mean, yeah. everything Mostly. back then was. Yeah. Now you got, like, Tyler Perry with his whole, like, lot. Like, he, I think he bought, like, an army base. Really? Yeah, he bought, like, a, uh, like, disbanded, like, army base or something. Whoa. And it has, like, acres. About where is that the, at? It's about the size of Fort Meade. I think it's, like, in, uh, like, Atlanta or something. Oh, dang. Uh, is he Atlanta or, like, one of those, like, uh, big prominent cities, you know? Dang, so you got a and whole little yeah. set there. That Black Panther was filmed there. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. They, they have, like, a, like, he named, like, all the studio lots, like, and they're big, like, mm-hmm. big buildings, bro. Like, actually, like, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But Hollywood in actual, like, another accessible place other than California. Yeah. So I think that's really cool what he's doing. I kind of want to do that too, man. That's kind of like a personal goal of mine. Mm-hmm. I want to do that in Texas, though, man. Ooh. I feel like Texas, we should have our own thing too. Like we should do what mm-hmm. we want to do too. You know, we should have our own lot too. You want to go to Austin? That's what I'm that. trying to do, bro. That's why I'm gonna be going to Austin, bro. No, don't say trying ever again, bro. That's what you're going to do. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, take those words out your mouth. Oh, out your vocabulary. All right, try yeah. and if, bro. Are you, are you Gary V now? Yeah. You know Gary V, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, you gotta grind every day. <laughs> gotta grind every day. You gotta wake up at six o'clock every day. You gotta write <laughs> everything in, in a journal. You gotta do this and that. Like, I mean, he honestly, like, I, like sometimes I'll be like on a Gary V like like watchathon, bro, where I'll just like watch all his stuff. Like he'll go. <laughs> I'm not sure if you ever seen this kind of messed up, but he'll go to like these um. <laughs> like these garage sales bro in like jersey bro and he'll like go to these like old people and he'll like try to undersell them on pokemon cards or something oh snap <laughs> and he'll go to the garage sale. he'll be like they'll be like oh that's 15 he's like mm, really he's like uh could you do five dollars and then and then and they're like yeah i can do five and then he'll walk away and as he's walking away like they're, they're still watching me and then he's on camera and you could hear him because he's on the lav mic he's like i just undercut these guys for five dollars like he, he has like instagram live and he's like i just got these guys right here this is i got this for five dollars i could probably sell for 150 on ebay and i'm like dude that's that's kind of <laughs> like Dang. he's excited but i think yeah. he's he's not thinking about like the fact that the the old people are still right there like watching him say it on instagram yeah. live yo that's cool <laughs> that's kind but, of disrespectful but he, but, but he be but i mean honestly they're selling that you know it's a garage sale you know that honestly he's facts. not doing anything bad garage sales man are the best places to shop garage sales that's and true. Thrift shop. so Funny thing, right? With my grandma, mm-hmm. uh, when I was back in Texas, yeah. every Sunday, man, every Sunday after church and mm-hmm. everything, she would be like, All right, we got to go garage to the garage sales. sales. You know what I mean? There's always, a, she saw a sign, she made a note. <laughs> she made a note, what street, you know? My grandma did the same the sign, thing, bro. And we'd always go to every garage sale. My my grandma, she would call it the GS store. GS store? Garage sales store. Bro. Oh, <laughs> so, but she would literally like, plan her weekends around it bro like like um 
Like they used to do this thing where they'll put out listings on it, like on the yellow pages or something yeah. in Texas. Yeah, she would do that. And, yeah. and my grandma would write everything down, and she'd mm-hmm. go to visit everyone. And like she'd wake up at like six a.m. She was she's dedicated. She'll buy like the stuff that she thinks will sell, and then sell it at her um, uh, like what is it called the the flea market? She'll sell it at her flea market store. Mm. And it's crazy. I'm just like yo, like that's you know that's the hustle, yo. That's the yeah. hustle mentality, bro. Yeah, my grandma, she just like collecting dolls for it, which is kind of scary. That's creepy, bro. It is creepy. It is creepy. We always get into some scary stuff. But yeah, like, yo, staying in her house, scary, man. It is super scary, super freaky because they're glass dolls. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And they're all over the house. <sighs> all over the house, my man. And so. She still got them? Yes. Yes, they're still there. Mm-mm. And so that's what we would go to garage sales for. She'd be like getting, looking for some dolls or looking mm-hmm. for her stuff, you know what I mean? Like whatever she could use around the house and everything. I used to be scared, scared of dolls, bro. Really? Like as a kid, bro, like I would say like 11 and up. Bro. Well, not 11 and up, but like 11 mm-hmm. to like, like you know, those younger ages, you know, where mm-hmm. you're like aware of things, you're kind of like scared of like certain things, you know? <laughs> like I was scared of dolls, bro. Like my, mm-hmm. my sister's dolls and stuff, I would hate them. I would hide them. Because mm-hmm. I, I saw Chucky, bro. When I was a kid, when I saw Chucky, I I thought that that could actually happen. Like I'm like, oh my Dang. god! Like how's that doll moving around? You know, like movies were kind of weird to me because I'm like, how do they do that? Like are these dolls like mm-hmm. real? Like could this actually happen? So like all the dolls, bro, I was scared of them, bro. I, I would hate your grandma's house, bro. Yo, funny story though. So one of the dolls, and she has names for the dolls too. Oh my god, which is even creepier, uh-uh. my guy. So um, grandma, I love you if you're watching this. She probably isn't, but if you are. I love you. And so um, there's this one doll, right? Her name was Alyssa, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And my sister, they she they were at the mall and everything. My grandma was with her at the mall. My sister would always like, she loved this doll. She carried it and everything, right? She uh, grabbed it by the hair and someone ran up to her thinking it was a real baby, right? And was like, hey, like, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Da, da, da. And it was a fake doll. It was a glass doll. So it was kind of funny, like, you know. That's scary, though. Like, honestly, dude, like, those glass dolls are creepy, bro. Hella creepy, man. Dude, there, there's this place, like, uh, it's like a museum, like, most haunted museum in the world or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, rooms where, like, people have gone there, like, as, like, for, like, YouTube shows and stuff. Yeah. And uh, there's one room where um, they open up, they go into this doll room, mm-hmm. and the person that's, like, like, trying to like debunk it he's like he like goes on his knees like feels something in his heart he's like oh like like what like like it hurts so bad like i feel like a pressure in my chest and uh apparently like the dolls are like like haunted bro like they have like some curse on them and shit and i'm like i'm like bro kind of like the conjuring (sighs) yeah i mean i think that's where maybe the conjuring got it from because like it's crazy i'm just like dude this this is real bro like this person's actually feeling this i'm like yo i want to go to this museum now bro because the whole time he's trying to debunk it you know Mm -hmm. and he the fact that he's like yo i don't know what happened but like i felt like a pressure on my chest i didn't feel like good like i think i just i just want to go home now you know wow i'm like yo man you went there to debunk it and you ended up you know yeah believing in something bro that's so crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely stay away from dolls. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, don't buy I always, <laughs> Yeah, I always sleep in the living room, man, when I'm over there. Mm. But there's like, they have like two living rooms. So I sleep in one of the living rooms and it has no dolls in there. And I just shut it. <laughs> I just stay there. I don't that's sleep in creepy. none of the rooms. That's still creepy, bro. Yeah. 
I hate so... old houses, bro. They're the worst, bro. Like, mm. you know, like when your grandma, she never updated her her house since like the seventies or something like that. <laughs> That's how my grandma's house is in, bro. It, no, so my grandma. Bro. Well, no, no, no. Their house is updated, it's but updated. it's not like a modern style, though. You know what yeah. I mean? But throughout the years, they like updated it, so you know, got like it ain't traditional cabinets, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they got nice tile. You know, everything like that. But it's like. They, you know, they turned the garage into the second living room, the bigger one, mm-hmm. you know, so kind of cool. But, yeah, man, definitely I know what houses you're talking about because when I go visit some of uh, my some family Ooh, I don't like or, it. like, it's bad my, my family's friends or yeah. family's house, whatever, and, you know, go to their house, and it's scary, man. You're talking about, like, you know, in Texas, I mean, yeah. but, like, going away from like the north side i'm not yeah. i'm not from the north like i'm from the northeast side you know it's not like really rich or nothing like that mm-hmm. you know but you know there are some like places where you go and you're like yo this is creepy like in san antonio there's this place um it's like the railroad tracks right yeah and supposedly um there's like a bus got hit by a train all the kid, like some kid most of the kids or all the kids died on there mm-hmm. right so you can go right and pull up on the train tracks, put your car in neutral, and it will push you down. It'll push you over the bump on the train tracks, and, oh. and you'll go down the hill. I, I think I heard yeah. this before. And then some people, like, I know, we would go all the time and put, like, baby powder and stuff like that. And then sometimes you see fingerprints and stuff. No way, But let bro. me tell you the even scarier part, right? Yeah. All the streets in that neighborhood are named after the kids. That's weird, bro. <laughs> They're named after the kids, I don't man. like that, bro crazy honestly bro. it was probably like, it was probably they're trying to be nice but honestly i don't like that bro crazy. if i die bro don't name don't name a street after me bro and it's it. the whole neighborhood it's the train tracks right there and yeah. then streets and the whole neighborhood named after the kids and it's wild bro and then there's another park over there i think they call it like the aqua ducks or something like that and how are we getting to talk about some scary stuff but people go there at night and supposedly you see like weird stuff and everything and there's a like a an asylum there um that people sneak into and all that stuff there's always like asylums or like but there is like they have like bad energy there's one yeah yeah, there's one here too like a lot of people like sneak into it because now it's like Mm -hmm. restricted to go there by an innocent people snuck into it yeah they say it's like really weird really scary but honestly you you were talking about like um baby powder bro yeah i can't trust baby powder bro like like the johnson and johnson baby powder yeah um it actually got like recalled because like the something in the powder was causing like people to have cancer, bro. So like a lot of people were like claiming stuff against Johnson and Johnson because they they have like something in it, like some talcum or something in it that's like giving people cancer. So now I don't use Johnson Johnson baby powder at all, bro. Even though that's like the best smelling one, that one is cancerous, bro. Mm. So I just don't I don't mess with it no more. You think they like switched it up by then? Like when was this? Probably. You you was working with. One of those like media companies for what? Um, a children's hospital. Yeah, yeah. Is that how you knew about that? Or no, you just be looking up no, stuff? no, 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 no. This was like a big story, oh. and it, it kind of came and then went. But it was like about baby powder, and I, I'm like, I use baby powder like yeah. every week, you know, just like you know, make sure that you know, no humidity, bro. I be sweaty, bro. So you gotta yeah. make sure you no know humidity. And it's just like, yo, like I, I found out about that. Stop using it, bro. I stopped using. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not using this anymore, bro. You could look it up. Like, if y'all have like Google or whatever, like, look it up. You know, Johnson and Johnson baby powder, and they've been having a lot of stuff. I'm not gonna say anything specifically, but they've been having a lot of things that've been messing up. Yeah, I've seen a so, lot of videos on the internet. Yeah, it's be. crazy how like social media will just just like 
catch you in 4K. Yeah. They, they're like good investigators. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, it just made me think about Johnson and Johnson baby powder. Whenever you said baby powder, bro, I was like, uh-uh, I ain't using that, bro. You gotta be careful. With your you baby gotta put powder. the baby powder on your hand, right? Mm-hmm. You put it on there, and you gotta run up to, to your mama or your <laughs> sister and just <laughs> slap them. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Don't do that. Maybe your sister. <laughs> that's probably. The I done that to my sisters. Do. Oh, that's probably funny though. <laughs> No, nah, but um, let's get into the real talk, man. Yeah, let's get into our real talk. Real talk is our new is our new segment from last week, uh, where we get into it. We get into some media topics where we have real discussions about real things we want to talk about in our real talk segment. So, what you got for real talk this week, bro? So, 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 I got a question, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I always got to start off with a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm gonna bring up some conspiracies, you know, because last week they seemed to like it, so you know we about to come up with another one. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Grease? Yeah, bro. I love Grease, bro. Grease, yeah. lightning. Go, Grease, lightning. Hey. hey. So listen, listen, listen. My, it's probably Wait, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's the right one. Yeah, that's the right one. <laughs> Just so, making sure. It is, man. So yeah. like, um, it's one of my favorite musicals, man. You know, there's great costumes and great everything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's, it's fantastic, right? It's cool, man. It's, it's, it's OG. A, it's a vibe, it's original. bro. It's a it's vibe. It's a vibe, bro. It's a vibe. So check this out, right? Mm-hmm. I got some for you, okay? So the theory is, right? In Greece, right? Mm-hmm. Sandy dies in the beginning of the movie. What? What you talking about, bro? Listen. Wait, wait. Sandy, the the main character, the, yes, the girl. Sandy, you know Sandy and Danny. You oh know, yeah, How they yeah, meet yeah. in the beach, you know yeah. what I mean? It all. It starts off where they first meet in the beach, right? Mm-hmm. And the movie ends. So I'm talking about the beginning and the end of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. In the beginning of the movie, they both meet at the beach. In the end. They drive off into the the sky, right? Or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So here's a theory, right? That Sandy drowned in the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah. So you know that song, Summer Nights? Yeah. So there's a, the lyric, he says, um, saved, I saved her life. She she nearly drowned. You remember that? Yeah. It's like, I saved her life. She nearly drowned. How's it go? How, how he singing? I'm trying to think of how she's singing. Like, I saved her life. She nearly drowned. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, ah. Ooh, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so check it, right? So the theory is that she drowned, right? And the entire movie is her fantasy. What? Kind of like, you know, when your life, like, flashes before your eyes? Oh. Yeah, something like that. But it's it's her fantasy of what, you know, she she fell in love with this guy, you know, like, love her sight, da-da-da, whatever, right? And she dies. And while she's dying, the whole movie is her fantasy of what, you know, what she thinks. But the ending, when they drive off into the sky, bro, is basically signifies, like, her going to heaven. Dang, dude. They do right up into the clouds and shit, dude. And yeah. all, their friends, all their friends say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Dude, what if that's, like, at the funeral, bro? Like, what if that's, like, the funeral and all the friends are saying goodbye? And that's, like, they're sending their offs, like... Yeah. Ooh, I got chills. They're multiplying. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Yo. Yo, that's That's crazy, though, man. It is crazy, dude. Oh, I got chills. I got to... Like, literally, I do. Dude, that, that makes so much sense, dude. Like, if you think about it, bro, like, maybe that's why it's a musical, you know? Like, maybe... This is a way, like, her brain is, like, coping with her death, you know? Like, her dying. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is her brain of, like, like when you die, they say that you don't know, what, like, how it's going to be, like, what's going to happen when, like, the instant you die. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe your brain gives you like this vision of like this beautiful story and stuff with it with a real happy ending. And then thinking yeah. about the whole movie like that now, I'm not gonna watch it the same, man. No, because dude. even in just that one song, "Summer Nights," that we listened to, like "Tell Me More, Tell Me More," dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, dude, that makes a lot of sense, bro. Cause like, literally, bro, like when you die, like your brain like fills your head with like images that help you like cope and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense, like that. That it's a possible theory. Like the, that fan theory is like really good, bro. Like it mm-hmm. makes it makes sense to me. Like when your when your brain dies or or something like that, bro. Like even like I feel like conspiracy theorists, bro. Like when they talk about dreams and stuff, like dreaming is just a part of like it's like the practice for like when you die, pretty much. You think so? Yeah, like it's the practice. Like it's your brain like exercising that muscle Ooh. for when you die. It gives you like all these like visual images and stuff, and you know like when you wake up from a dream, you don't sometimes you don't remember it fully. Mm-hmm. That's probably how it is. Like you you like slowly forget that you used to live. Oh, so speaking of dreams, yeah. right? I yeah. Mean, going into all this and talking about dreams, man, I don't really have dreams. For real? Yeah. And That's kind of scary, bro. So it is scary, but listen, like I do have dreams, right? But like I don't yeah. dream all the time. When I dream about something, like. Sometimes it feels like it, like it's real, like it's it comes true, you know. And I'm not saying like, oh, like I can dream and think about it. Maybe it's just stuff that I'm already putting pieces of the yeah. puzzle together. My brain just thinking about everything. Yeah. And then it's like kind of saying, hey, like you know, it's planning it, playing it all out or something like that. Yeah. Don't know, but it's pretty creepy, right? It's only stuff like that which is rarely right. And then nightmares, right? But not really nightmares like, oh, dang, screaming, da 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 But I'll just have, like, a bad dream one day, right? But that happens, like, once. Do you remember what it is or anything? Sometimes. So so before I used to get up, right? And even now in my notes, I have a note in there with, like, dreams, right? Oh, me too, bro. Because there was, uh, you, you remember Ebanks? Ebanks? Yeah. Mm, what's that? Oh, no. Were you, oh, you know what? Maybe it's from, like, the, when we was in the, in the school, in the schoolhouse or whatever. That's. That's where I know it from. So she told me, right, basically, like, you know, you keep a journal by you, you know what I mean, next to your bed. And then, like, when you wake up, write down everything that you remember in your dreams from, like, literally, if you saw a flower, what color was a flower? Did it have thorns? You know what I mean? And, like, what kind of petals? What kind of flower was it? You know, like, all this stuff. Um, And so because each of those things, like, means something. You know, if like I didn't know there was such a thing as like a dream dictionary. Yeah, or like a dream journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause cause uh, you know who else does that? Who? Stephen King. Oh, you know who that is, right? Come on, uh, man. <laughs> come on, man. Classic classic horror writer. He does it at, uh, apparently every day. Like he when he like he dreams something, he'll write it down because it could be inspiration for his next book. And I think that's how he got it. That it book, the one the clown Pennywise and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I, I think he got that from a dream, mm. and he just expanded upon it, bro. Yeah, dude, just imagine, bro. Like I'm getting chills right now too, just thinking about it. But just imagine, like late at night, late at night, you know, you're typing in your computer about like a a killer clown, dude. I can't even talk about that shit because like literally, like I just get like bad vibes in my head, bro. That's so scary, but, though. Yeah, this man must be real, like mad creepy, bro. To like, like just be like like in his room like i just imagine him like with a little lamp yeah and i like type it on his like typewriter like type it on his computer like trying to like like uh 
like visualize all this stuff yeah bro that, that's crazy but yeah dream journals I, I started doing that too and and then i kind of stopped because it got it got kind of scary so yeah yeah it is scary man it is scary so like <laughs> it got like kind of weird bro it did and yeah. it does you know so yeah. like i try to you know everything's digital now you know what i'm saying so i get in my notes you know and just write down whatever you know i could remember from there and then i just like kind of go look it up later you yeah, know, just to, like, see, like, what, what what was in my head at that time. Yeah, like, what was in my head, like, you know what I mean, and things like that. And then it's kind of funny, you know, even with people, you know, usually the people you see in there is people that you've already, like, encountered or seen, you know. Dude, um, have you ever had something, like, whenever you, like, dream, like, because one time I was dreaming, uh, and it affected me in real life. What do you mean? So, like, I was dreaming about, like, uh, there's this there's this game called Twisted Metal, I used to play it all the time as a kid, and there was like this clown truck that I used to play all the time that like spit like fireballs at the top. Mm-hmm. And I had a dream that I was in that clown car, you know, and I was like like racing against these people, like trying to like destroy the other cars and stuff. And like my car got lit on fire and I got burned alive. Ooh. And I woke up, bro, drenched in sweat. I felt my head, bro. It felt like I had a fever, bro. Like I was like, I literally felt like I died of a burning, burning, burning alive, bro. And my body literally started burning. Really? It's, That's it's, it's, scary, yo. It is scary, bro. And it's just crazy to think like your body, like the mind and the body are like one and the same. Like they work together so frequently, mm-hmm. you know? And it just like gets to me like, you know, like what if there's like people that have like visions and stuff and like that have like pre- pre- premonitions, you know, like they like see things and stuff. What if it's like, something like that like a body mind thing mm-hmm. like what if they're actually seeing something bad because like something in their body is bad like they have like an illness or something yeah scary bro that's wild yeah that is super wild yeah. well yeah. let's get into the next real talk yeah, let's bro. Get we kind of went into a tangent bro but it's okay that's what we're here for you know what i mean yeah talk about a lot of stuff <laughs> we do talk about a lot of stuff but we talk about baby powder and everything bro but um <laughs> yeah for my real talk uh this real talk that i got for this week All right. is about Jurassic Park, bro. My favorite movie, yo. Specifically, like, we go back, we're going back to the first Jurassic Park, bro. Okay. That's so, my favorite one. So, um, John Hammond, he's like the white the white guy with like the white hair, the one that looks like KFC. It's from the old guy with the little yeah. mosquito cane. Yeah, I, I, used to th- I used to think, I'm like, why is the KFC guy <laughs> making these dinosaurs, yo? <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, um, but basically, the the thing is, like the the fan theory, is that um, the dinosaurs in the movie Jurassic Park aren't really like what real dinosaurs are. They're they're like they're genetically modified with other, so they're kind of like spliced. So if you listen to the movie, they're spliced with like frog DNA and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But what if? But what 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 the theory is like? Oh, that's not how dinosaurs actually look like. They they just splice the DNA together to make it how we think dinosaurs look like. What do you mean? Because technically dinosaurs uh, are very are like relatives to like birds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they should technically have feathers, and that's been proven. Yeah, yeah, but basically he said he started his career in a flea, like making a flea circus to like trick children and stuff like that, you know, for like money. Mm-hmm. So what if he doesn't have an issue like actually tricking like people? Like saying like, oh yeah, this is our di- these are dinosaurs, you know, we recreated them and stuff like that. But when they're just creating like genetically modified like creatures, Cre- they're just making their own creatures. They're just making creatures, bro. 
Wow. That, so that's pretty much like the theory. So you think bro. it's a scam? Yeah, it's like it's like a scam, bro. Like what what we're actually seeing the dinosaurs and stuff. That's mm. not the real dinosaurs. That's just what he just creating what we think dinosaurs look like, so mm. that people will buy tickets, you know, to the park and like go watch these things. So is it really a scam if you're going to see the dinosaurs? You know what I mean, or the creatures? You gotta really think about it because you are. It's, seeing it's weird though, bro. It's like you're yeah you're you're seeing those things, but you're also seeing like like a like a, a shattered mirror image of them, bro. Ooh. you're really seeing something you're you're really seeing a man's creation of like a creature that should not be in this world and you're seeing it in, in a real life animal mm. and that's scary bro and it kind of reminds me um of this tiktok bro and i don't know if any of this is real bro i'm starting to like lowly I'm, I'm like starting to become a skeptic a, uh, a skeptic yeah but there's this tiktoker um that he he's like Oh, I spliced a dog and a and a cat together, and I got this. You know, I got like a, a cat dog and this and that. Oh, you know who I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, I see. I yeah. ran into that. It came up on my page. Yeah. yeah, and he talks about like splicing DNA between different animals. At first, I was like very like believed into like what he's saying, but now I'm thinking like he's getting footage from like online and like kind of like putting it together and stuff. Mm -hmm. But at first, he got me. You know, I'm like, oh my god, like it's a cat dog. You know, yeah. it didn't look like cat dog, but it looked like a mixture of a cat and a dog. Mm -hmm. And they actually do this, bro. Like and and like this is like these are like real things that they do at like universities and stuff um i even uh, i think there was a like a harvard paper or something maybe it was like a it, it was like ucla or harvard or something like really like like uh prestigious school where they're doing like research on splicing like pig dna with human dna and they had like successful trials mm. but all that was reported in the in the in the article was that they had successful trials that's it they don't they don't show pictures no nothing they don't show nothing bro but it's wow. weird to think that they actually you know like are doing it like there's something out there that's half pig half human bro you say half pig half human yeah i thought isn't it illegal to be splicing like human I don't, I don't dna think, i don't think like that? there's any laws against it bro because the the the, the because, institutions are doing it the 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 schools the universities are doing it for research purposes <laughs> research purposes right and and Dang. i think i think part of that research was also like um cloning a goat so i think they cloned like a goat or something like that yeah like they cloned it and made it into like like they cloned the same goat and made the same goat mm -hmm. into another goat so it's a it's a so they they got an old goat and then cloned it pretty much wow making two identical goats that's crazy yeah and that was a part of the research too they also you know they mix the human and pig DNA because they say pigs have uh, are the mo are the closest to like human DNA. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like it's like what the fuck. Like so, there's like some sort of like pig creature human. What the heck? Yeah, and if you look like in movies and pop culture, there's like weird like like pig human hybrid things. Like even like Minecraft has like like pig pigmen. Yeah, you know, like it, it's kind of like a hint to like you know this like underground conspiracy thing mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's kind of weird to like that think you know crazy, yo. you know but yeah i mean they like like i don't know man i don't know if that's good bro or not like to splice like dna and stuff like that bro like i don't know man i wouldn't really say they're like playing god you know yeah but 
they getting close. <laughs> They're messing with things they shouldn't be messing with. Bro. Exactly, man. Yeah. And you think, like, you know, we see all these movies and these other things, you know, about how creatures and stuff is taking over and stuff. Like, what if they just create the wrong combination? Ooh. You know? Or, like, they create, like, a Godzilla by accident, bro. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be so messed up, bro. <laughs> well, exactly. they make, they mix like a a, a bearded uh, lizard with like a, a giraffe or some shit. Bro. Ooh. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I don't think they could do that. Godzilla. But, <laughs> hey, that's, that's... But, but Godzilla, he he looks like hella. Sus. I see like, what you're doing like, here. <laughs> like he don't look like a Godzilla. He just looks like a a, a giraffe that like a reptile giraffe. Like he looks like super friendly. He doesn't yeah. look like Godzilla at all. Oh my god! But nah. But um, yeah, man. It's honestly, bro. I don't know, bro. I don't want to ever get into that kind of stuff, bro. Like, I don't ever want to get into that type of, like, research and stuff like that. I just feel like that's kind of, like, dangerous territory. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's my real topic for the for this week. Uh, You know, a hey, Jurassic Park, bro. That's kind of weird, bro, that, you know, it could... that That's actually a very realistic theory that, you know, he actually just, uh, at, like, catered or, like, asked the scientists to, like, create these things that mm-hmm. we think look like dinosaurs in order to get people yeah. to buy tickets and stuff. Yeah, bro. It's crazy. That is super crazy, man. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Uh let's get into some shout-outs for the week, bro. You already know the vibe. Let's get into some shout-outs. Follow us at Did I Shudder Podcast on Instagram for a chance for a shout-out on a podcast every week. We're giving a shout-out every week. Every week. Every week. And it's random. You know, you got a little random generator, da-da-da-da-da, gives us a number and we pick you. Just like that. Yeah. So, Today's shout out goes yeah. to who giving it to? Um, so this week's shout out goes to it's it's Cam it's Kamala B D. It's Kamal B D. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> I'm sorry if I butchered your name, but um it's I T Z K A M A L B D. And that is our shout out for this week. Uh, thank you for following us, uh Kamal. I hope I'm saying your name right. Um we appreciate your follow. And if you want a chance, like Fran said, to be uh, in our next shout out, uh, give us a follow on Instagram and you got a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. So, you know, thank you for watching the Did I Shudder podcast with Fran and Flo. And we'll catch you next time on the podcast. Peace.